And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 85 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Welcome back. Thanks. Thanks. Had a nice uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> we don't talk about Thanksgiving on this show. <laughs> okay. At least not in front of Alex. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I got that impression. <laughs> oh, so you listened to last week. I did listen to last week. Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad you enjoyed enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Everyone have a good week since? No, um, no. We're not going to talk about weeks <laughs> in front of Jen. <laughs> I was okay. You know what we could talk about? What could we talk about? Lee Weeks and his art on Batman Annual Number 2. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. What, man, was this like... Please a... tell me that was Lee Weeks drawing it and I didn't just... Yeah, it was. Okay, no, it was. Cool. You're good. <laughs> This was just a beautiful love story. Shut up. I won't talk about it. <laughs> the setup for this, the, the, the elevator pitch for this issue is it is Bruce and Selena's first kiss and their last. No. That's no. how it was solicited. No. <laughs> this book started off. With a little game of cat and mouse. Infuriatingly slow. Um, it. It started off, and I was like, man, come on, Tom King. I want this to be good, Tom King, not bad, Tom King. Did it get better? It was good, Tom King. Uh Yes, it was. All Tom King with Catwoman is good, Tom King. Apparently. Boy, howdy, this one. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know where to start. A, mice are adorable. They are. Mice are just adorable. B, she is real good at that Tenkai Palm. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. With a live mouse? Come on. Mm-hmm. My favorite is the one where Batman's just standing in the woods, and suddenly there's <laughs> squeak, rain. squeak, and a mouse on his shoulder. <laughs> and, like, I, like, I literally looked back through the panels, and he's, like, jumping and running and right. tumbling and like, doing when, all this stuff. When did she do it? She's so good. Best like, magician ever. Either she is the best magician ever, uh, getting it on there at the end, or, like, that mouse has got some skills staying on Batman's shoulder like that. I guess either is possible. She probably got Zatanna to teach her some tricks. <laughs> When's that issue of Batman coming out? We did not get to talk because you were not here, Brian, mm-hmm. last week. But you have seen the art for uh, an upcoming issue of Batman. In case you haven't, it is the wallpaper on my phone now. Batman and Lois, or Batman and Batman and Selina, and Superman and Lois. Oh my God! I it is happening. This. By the way, that, that that is a beautiful font. Just the way it's framed, I like uh-huh. it's beautiful yeah. for wallpaper. Yeah. Um. Would you like to talk about Alfred's uh, running joke that made you so happy? Yeah, well, so. <laughs> that is too long to be Brian's quote of the week. <laughs> it, it is, but so part of part of the setup of this is several times uh, Selena breaks into. 
either the Batcave or Wayne Manor or intrudes into Bruce's life in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, one of the times he's got, he's, like, making notes trying to solve this riddle or riddle. And, you know, he sets down this pad and paper and the pen and he goes and he comes back and the pen's gone. And he, like, makes this huge deal. Oh, my God, the pen's gone. And Alfred's like, like, she's here. She's here. She's in the building. (laughs) Right. So he goes chasing after blah, 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 all this stuff. So the next time, the next time we see this, something happens and, and he goes, Alfred, the, the alarms have been the the fifth alarm has been tripped. She got by four, but the fifth one got tripped. She's here. He's like, I'll hide the pencils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I loved that. Yep. So let me tell you about the first time I cried in this book. Yes. <laughs> I need I need a thorough accounting of Jin's, all of the Jin's tears. So, oh man. Okay. So in the first part of the book, you get Alfred, you know, doing his his Alfredy duties. Yes. And singing a little song while he's uh-huh. doing it and you're yeah. like oh that's cool like I all like, theater nerds do this, in the house right i love this little aspect i love that detail it's so cool and then later after after some bad things happen you, i guess bruce is listening to a recording i'm gonna imagine it's of alfred actually singing this song I yeah because of course like you know everything in his is, house recorded, is recorded right so he has a copy of this yes and i was just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Is I had to put this book down <laughs> about four times. Yeah, and there was a moment where I was like, "Okay, that should be the last thing that you read. This is obviously the last page. I'm gonna go have a soft, quiet cry now." <laughs> and nope. then I flicked the page, and there was more. And I was like, "Man, I officially, it deep in my heart, hate Tom King now." Um, because this asshole is making me feel feelings, and I don't like it. No. In fact, <laughs> as the person who built Jinbot, I actually need to go have you recalibrated. Because I'm not supposed to feel that many feelings. You're Thanks, Tom King. You're not supposed to feel, 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 feel feelings. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am now actually worried about you becoming fully sentient and killing Brian. Totally Andy, So you never have to yeah. do this podcast again. Well, does not compute. <laughs> not gonna happen you know what though uh that, that and i think it's right in that time frame or just before that that they, she has a conversation with i mean are we it's are we spoiling here what um <laughs> i was gonna call spoilers for the thing you said and the thing from early on that i really liked just because i feel like those are moments that if you see them coming will not hit you as hard Okay, so yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll don't listen, don't listen anymore. If you haven't read it, go fucking yeah. read yeah, you it. Really it's good. Sh- you really should. I mean, like, if you have any interest in bad, this is ju- and it's it's for the most part completely standalone. Give yeah. this yeah. book to your girlfriend, yeah. boys who don't have girlfriends who read comics because they're lame. Because she'll like it. Yeah. Or give it to your boyfriend, girls who have boyfriends who don't read well, comics, or boys who have boyfriends who don't. Yeah, read comics. I'm just saying, like. It's rom commy. A little bit. And then sad. I don't bit. like rom coms and I like this. Yeah. So Well, okay. But it's it's super But it what I'm saying is that like this is something Batman. that my sister would like to read. Okay. Yeah. Because she does love sweet are love you, things. Are you suggesting, Jen, that comics can have a more universal appeal? Imagine. That's I'm so I'm trying to weird. give people a bridge here, Alex, and you're shutting it down. I'm just trying to make it a bigger bridge. <laughs> Who are you? I'm adding lanes to the bridge. Right? See, I sat in your chair last weekend, so Jin got used to bullying me. I oh. did. <laughs> also, Jin got weirdly heteronormative. I and did. Continues to be. I don't know what happened there. 
like like holidays affecting you or something? I Maybe. Don't I don't know. On. That's weird. Holidays are a weird time. Yeah. I'm not right. a heteronormative. I'm the least heteronormative person on the podcast. Well, currently, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last week. <laughs> well, it was a tie. Yeah. It was, okay. pre- it was pretty decent tie. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're calling spoilers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's where we were going. Sorry. I knew there was something. Spoilers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey. Spoilers. Uh, so who is Selena talking to on She's the She's talking to their daughter. Helena, of course, it's her name is Helena, but like it, it, it called back to me. Helena, 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 Helena. Okay, I always pronounced it Helena in my head. Did you also also always pronounce Helena? it? Uh, uh, Carolina. You know what? I don't oh, know that I boy. ever. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know that I know which way I pronounced it. It doesn't matter. Okay. It really doesn't. But, it's a yeah. name. You know what? We don't know how it's pronounced. So anyway, Bruce and Selena do. There you go. Selena. Regardless, so Selena. Yeah, Selena. God. <laughs> no, throw now this, that I will tell you. I'm going to throw this delicious, delicious nectar <laughs> onto your face. Yeah. Wait, wait. Bruchy. <laughs> What's that, brooch? <laughs> Little brooch tooch going on. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> Catwoman is talking to. It's Catwoman. <laughs> nope. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, it's talking. She's clearly it was their daughter. Kate their their daughter has clearly taken the mantle of Batwoman, yeah. and like taken over for her father at this point. And the the bat signal comes up, and they're sitting there talking. And she says something about I, I got to go. And Catwoman looks at her and says, "You think I, I, I like I've been with your father long enough? I know how this works. Go." And she's like, "Okay, mom," and takes off. But like it recalled to me the statement that you had about the last issue of the regular issue about how self-aware Selena is of what her role is in the relate and how oh, yeah. she fits yeah. in this relationship. And yeah. 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 That, well, that was another moment was that made, made me made cry. cry. Um, when she was like, I was, I am Batman's wife. I was like, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't just stop it. Um, Woman. how about the moment in bed where, Batman, who is still very used to the weird world in which he lives, and Catwoman, who is still functionally a character of the streets, starts telling her, now what you do is you go, and you talk to Barry, and you get him to take you to another alternate universe where there will be Bruce, who I know will take care of That didn't make me cry. That made me go, God, stop it. She can take care of herself, and she has proven that. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also, Talia by herself. But it also made me sad because, like, he knows that. He knows that she can't. But in that moment, he didn't. He doesn't uh, want her to have to. I know. Yeah. There's some other Batman who he knows needs what he had and can get from him. And also, um, it's still technically him. There you go. <laughs> but we're, not get, we're not having this conversation again. <laughs> we did the whole self-alternate Earth love thing two weeks ago. We're not doing that again. It wasn't, it wasn't self-love that I was talking about this time. It was more, well, if you have to be with somebody else, still be with me. That's like going and dating someone's twin or their clone when they die. I, okay, see, not when see, they die. I we're getting into the same <laughs> not issue Not when they yet. die, but I have dated twins. At different times? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, it turns out I didn't like the first twin, but the second twin was great. You know, I hear a lot of people are two different people. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> it's really difficult to tell, though, when they are identical. 
What was that? I don't know, but let's not do it again. Hands <laughs> above the table, everyone. <laughs> jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Anyway. Uh, so, there was a detail early on in this issue that did not, I think, make anyone cry, but made me very happy. Early on, when uh, Selena steals the Batmobile, yes. she crashes oh, yes. into the bar from Batman, uh, Bugs, but, uh, Batman, Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd, yes. yes. And Elmer yes. Fudd is in there. That's great. It was pretty wonderful. Taz is prone on the floor. <laughs> All right, what else made you cry? Then we move on. Did anything else? Um, every page of the last half of it. Okay, pretty much. Yeah. Like you can count a tear for every page at least. Okay. Um, and then when Tom King liked Mike's tweet of me crying reading it, that While also made me cry. While flipping Because him off. why did Tom King have to read that tweet? Come on, man. Well, me and Mike are like Twitter besties now. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, yeah. You got anything else, Brian? Mm, no, it was, it was, it was like, it, this is the best kind of story to do in an annual, right? Yes. This is perfect. All right. A plus for the annual. Such good. Such, such good. How about the Aquaman annual? Also really, really good. Very, very good. And imagine that. It does the same thing. It tells one self-contained story that is that really wouldn't fit in the series, like all yeah. kind of ongoing, but was just great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice because it kind of shows you what Aquaman and Mara really at the end of the day want. They don't even want all their problems and all the... the insurrection in Atlantis necessarily to be done. That's not their goal. Nope. They just want stability mm-hmm. and a family and like another, to get to live like people. It's, it's kind of another love story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my God. You see the future with them uh, ruling over Atlantis mm-hmm. and they've built their new city that reaches above the ocean so that Surface dwellers and Atlanteans can co-mingle. Can co-mingle. And, that, and yeah, that's the, their new capital. And yeah. It's the eve of their son Tom's uh, coming-of-age ceremony. Yep. And Hal and Diana and Clark show up to celebrate with them. Mm-hmm. They never expected Batman never to show. Never expected Batman to show. Right. And there's a prison break and things go wrong. And you realize... Spoiler alert, that the whole world is not what it seems, and basically the story is for the Aquaman who has everything. Uh, yeah. And is very, very, very good. It is. It's also very, very... There's there. This one only has one heart, really heart-wrenching scene, but wow, that's a, that's a bit yeah. of a knife twister. Um, yeah. The... There are a couple of moments, actually, that are pretty... Yeah, but there's one is... Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, It's a totally different art style. Yes. And that, I think, is to its credit. It's loose I rubbed against it for the first page or so, and then fell completely into it. It reminds me a little of House of Penance, and that it's this very, like, sinewy, languid... uh, uh, Stretched out, stylized, kinda, almost gone, emaciated. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I dig this issue a lot. I don't know that there's a whole hell of a lot to say about. Uh, yeah, it. I don't think there is either. I mean, I, I just I recommend reading it if you like yeah. Aquaman at all, especially especially the Aquaman Atlantis Mara type yeah. stuff. Yeah, 
All right, Brian. Uh huh. Batman Creature of the Night number one, which is the spiritual successor to Superman Secret Identity oh. by Kurt Busiek. Okay, I've never read that. Also by Kurt Busiek. Yeah, I haven't read it. Okay. I didn't read this. Here is my question mm-hmm. for you. What does that mean? By which I mean, what is this book really? And two, should I go back and grab it because I kind of just decided it's a three-issue prestige thing. I'm going to just trade it. It it was super, super different from anything that I expected. Okay. Um, it really is about a boy who may or may not have the ability to summon what his representation of what the Batman is. Okay. So it's kind of, it, yeah, it, it, that's why I said it's not, like Batman isn't in this. Okay. But a version of Batman kind of may be in this. Okay. Yeah. So it's a very, um, I'm, I, I don't even know the the right word for what I'm trying to express here. But it's not a Batman story. Okay. It's about a boy and his belief in Batman and superheroes and what that means. Okay. Yeah. So should I go back and grab this or am I okay chilling for the trade? You can wait for the trade. Okay. If you want to pick up all three in one. Do you, having read one of the three, do you feel like it's going to read better altogether at once or does that matter? I don't know that it's going to matter a lot with okay. this one. I think this one you're okay either way. So, like, if you're interested in it, if you want to go pick this one up, go for it. Cool. Um, if you want to just pick up the trade so you have one thing and read the whole thing, that would be cool also. Yeah. Cool. How was the art? Very different. It's very much a throwback to old, like, like 30s, 40s art style. Like, super heavy shadows. And yeah. Yeah. It, it, but it fits this story specifically. Yes. Cool. Yeah, the art the art fits the story very well. Cool. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, tell me about the Green Arrow Annual. Uh, <laughs> we get a. I I think there was some sort of editorial thing about what annuals should be this uh, this year or this specifically this week because they they all have a certain theme. And I'm not going to, it's kind of spoilery for all of them, so I'm not going to say what that is. But if you've read the other two, you can probably kind of guess. Um, this is all about the different um, members of the Arrow cast. So there's Red Arrow and Black Canary and Ollie and uh, Arsenal. And kind of each of them and their representation of something they remember. Okay. Um, or specifically kind of what what's happening to them now-ish. But it's, yeah. I don't, I don't want to go much further because they're spoilers. Okay. Uh, it was good, though. Cool. I, again, not uh, I probably not as good as Aquaman or Batman. Certainly not as good as Batman. But good. All right. Yeah. All right. DC New Calent, New, new Calent Toe Case. New Calent Toe Case. Or, or New Talent Showcase. Either one. That's the one. Oh, yeah, right. 2017. Mm-hmm. So... I will tell you, I think, what stood out the most for me. Mm-hmm. And I think overall it was a solid book. Maybe 
in general, a little wordy, expository. We're going to introduce these characters for people who don't know them. Uh, that seemed to be a, consistent. A lot, a lot of them had that, yes. Yeah, like it, yeah. I would believe it if part of the prompt for it, you're going to write a thing for this book and we want you to write a story for someone who's never read this character. I could see that. Was part of the prompt. I could see that, yeah. Because um, even the Scott Snyder story in it's kind of a quick summation of who Wonder Woman is. And I think, oh, wonderful one, and where is my Scott Snyder Wonder Woman book now? Um, oh, yeah, that would be. When James Robinson is done with it, whenever he comes to his natural conclusion, Scott right. Snyder needs to be the next call. That'd be a great choice. I digress. Uh, the thing that I think stood out the most for me is the Poison Ivy art. Yeah. The uh, art in that story was beautiful. Which was, I'm going to specifically say, Matt Murhoff. And congr- kudos. That was beautiful. Like, I can't wait to see more of your stuff. Yeah. And for the record, we don't mean, just, mean this just in a pervy way. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Not at all. Like, like when she's covered with this whole cloak of, yeah. of leaves and you can't see it, like, it's still beautiful. Yeah. Like, she's... The art in general is super detailed. Her mm-hmm. expressions are fantastic. Yeah, there's a couple like, of facial close-ups that are like, oh, yeah. yeah. So... Yes. I, I would agree. That is the, the absolute high point of this. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times, especially, like, I remember last year, there were a couple of stories that we thought were really, really good. Yeah. And there were several that we thought were not so great. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I would say, is more, it's all more middle of the road. Yeah, it's, I think, very evenly. Yeah. Like, any of these, and I think we said this last year, too, any of these could be the first part of a six-issue miniseries. Agreed. Agreed. And I think some of them, had they known they would have more even like a full issue size yeah probably would have told the story a little differently yeah well and which like, would have made it better tom king was tweeting this week about working on a superman story his first time writing superman as the focus of a story for a five issue story for what i assume is superman number 1000 yeah. um and how hard it is he and like Gail Simone or someone. We're going back and forth about how hard it is to write a five-page story. Yeah, like... Like, it's a tremendously difficult thing to do. I can't imagine, right. So, the fact that all of these are solid, even if maybe a little wordy, or right. maybe, like you say, they'd be tweaked a little bit. Kind of, that's to turn kind of, I think that's part else. of the reason they feel so wordy, yeah. is, that, is, that, is that compression, right? Because yeah. if you stretch that story out into a whole issue, right, you get panels that are just art that let that tell some more of the story right. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anything else you wanted to point out? You were talking um, about the Katana story earlier. I did like that. That was uh, uh, story-wise. I think that's probably my favorite. Um, um, just because it did less of that character introduction thing. Yeah. And gave a bit more. Uh, like it kind of gave you a little bit of who that character is, but not like in an introductory origin story type way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked the. Uh, the kind of conceit of the Nightwing story, the, yeah. the the way it's set up is that as he's as he's fighting this fight, you get secondary thought boxes that are oh, other uh, people's voices, kind of head. coaching him and egging mm-hmm. him on. And the what would this person do? What would that person do? What would this person say? When of course Damien's are always yeah, I, I do Damon. it better. Yeah, <laughs> and I like that, like stuff like that. I yes. like that Dick has internalized that in a way that pushes him to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like the idea of that in maybe a Nightwing ongoing. That would be a very cool. Maybe with a little lower frequency than you get in the five page, but you've got to be more frequent to sell the exactly. sell the idea in the five same page. same thing we talked about before, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I don't. Know. I feel like a lot of these, if anything, I'd probably be excited to read to try a mini series or an ongoing for and see how these ideas get to decompress and expand out to, to fill that vessel. I think all of these would be better if they were given a little bit more room to breathe. Well, and we're going to see a taste of that because Tony Patrick, who wrote the uh, uh, Signal story at the beginning, is co-writing the Signal three-issue miniseries that starts oh, yes. next year. Yep. Indeed. Yep. Uh, Mystic You. I'm the only one who read this, right? Uh, you did so. not read I this. I did not read okay. it. Okay. <sighs> I wish let me let me step back up. I liked this book a lot. I liked a lot of things about this book. I wish and I am hopeful that with what DC's trying to do some soon in pushing trades first, that we could have just had this story as an original graphic novel. Um And I think there's some structural stuff and some history that maybe explains it. So what Mystic U is is basically a magical school in the DC universe where a bunch of characters like Zatanna and Sargon and uh, Sebastian Faust and others are enrolled and learning to do magic and learning the rules of magic. So it's sort of like DC meets Harry Potter in a very high concept way. And it, I think has evolved from a series that was announced a couple of years ago and never actually went to print. I think for scheduling reasons and because they decided to do Rebirth and all of that. And it kind of went from being an ongoing to being a three-issue, oversized issue, but three-issue miniseries. This reads like the first act of a three-act movie. So a lot of this issue, while very good, is getting you to the point where things start to happen. Um, And it's well done, it's well executed, all the characters are interesting and have unique voices. But having to stop where it stops is, I think, the wrong format choice. So buy this in trade? Buy it in trade. Um, Like I say, I wish we lived in a world where you could just put the graphic novel out. Because I think this is going to make an amazing graphic novel... I actually think releasing it in individual issues does it a, does it a disservice. I think it could have been an ongoing. I think it could have been a graphic novel, but I actually think the three issue oversized format works against the the story here. Yeah. Um, because it's a lot of fun, but it's a three act. Right. And three act split that way. And, and, and watching the first act of a three act play and then going home. Right. Is not a satisfying experience. Right. Well, like you, you get, and it starts with there's some sort of magical, not time travel, but resetting time shenanigans at the beginning. So you get a sense that there's this evil coming and this evil looming, and there's a mystery behind it. Um, but you don't get you don't get far enough to get any movement on that front. Gotcha. Should I read this? I don't think. I think if you're super into it and want to go ahead and read it, there's not a reason not to. Especially if you go in knowing I'm going to read all three issues and I'm going to have to wait a little bit for a 
month-long intermission between them. Okay. Um, if the idea of having to stop and wait after the first... And it's very much like a movie script mm-hmm. in that way that you can't just stop. It's not like an episode of a TV show. It's not episodic writing, almost. Right. Um, even the issue itself is broken down into scenes, into individual chapters. Um, if you're okay with taking that time between and don't think that will bother you, then go for it. Okay. But I actually feel like stopping works against this book. Okay. So I may do, I've done this with several. I may pick them up then and save them up till all three are out. Yeah. And, and that would be a good way to do it too. Like if you want to support the end of the, right. the series in yeah. individual sales, then that's probably the best way to, in fact, frankly, I'll probably do that with two and three is just yeah. buy two and then read it and three together. Yeah. And it sounds like maybe an alternative would have been to publish the three of them weekly. Yeah, I think that would back have been okay. Right. Because, I mean, a week between them is very different than a month. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I say this as someone who, like, most of the third-party books I read, I read in trade just because I read them better mm-hmm. that way. Or I like reading them more that way. It's not even just, like, we've talked about with Wildstorm. I've talked about with right. some of Hickman stuff and Remember stuff where they get so complicated and there are such high concept ideas that it gets in the way of reading the book sometimes to mm-hmm. read individually. Episodically or right, right. Um, but those still hold up episodically. They, right. they, they are still good reads that way. You just have to do a little more work. That's not the problem that I run into here. It's simply just, well, that's a terrible place to stop. <laughs> okay. Like it feels like the end of an act, but it feels right. like not a complete, Chat, like not a complete I know what you're saying. piece unto itself. Mm-hmm. Like good episodic storytelling. I'm not saying it's not good episodic storytelling. I know I'm what you're saying. saying. It should never have been episodic right. storytelling. It's good storytelling. It, it's one story. Right. It's not right. Like if you're watching a TV show week to week, if yeah. you're reading most monthly comics, yeah. the end of the issue gives you some change. And you don't really get that here. It's all more... It's all smaller world building character moments. Um, And maybe it's a distinction that a lot of people won't make. Maybe it's something that bothers me that wouldn't bother a lot of people. Okay. And it didn't stop me from enjoying it. It's just, if I were editorial, which is not a game I like to play often because it's a difficult job and I don't think it's good to second guess. But if I were editorial, like I would have pushed hard to just make this a graphic novel. Um, good to know. All so, right, cool. Yep. Uh, it is. It is a good book. It is solid. It is worth reading. I will read it one some way or another. Yeah. It. All right. Uh, hey Brian. Yeah. Tell me about Giant Killers slash How many characters are named Jack? Um. Slash. What is this book? I don't think any of them are named Jack. This is actually um, this is actually Giant Killers number zero. So it's kind of a prequel preview issue, um, and it's bringing some folks together. Um, this is by Bart Sears, and uh, this is uh, this is a pure pure setup issue. Um, we're just introduced to some characters. It's even a little bit confusing sometimes in that it feels like it jumps a little bit. Hmm. There's a couple of places where it feels like 
okay, where did this person come from and why? So there's a bit of that, but um, the characters and the premise that they introduce is, I find, fairly interesting. And the art, I love the art. The art's gorgeous, which is, hang on, I'm going to tell you who this is. Uh, mostly it's uh, Nanjin Jamberry. Okay. Um, which I don't know that I've seen before, um, but it's super beautiful. Uh, and it is very much a chosen one story. Um, and basically it's this, uh, it's this girl who is the, the, the chosen, basically going to be the white one of this. Um, and she has a protector who is, uh, who travels with her, but loses her at some points. I will say with absolutely no context that the white one is a, Perhaps moniker for a chosen one that I would have avoided personally. Well, yeah, like I think there, I think it has more to do with light than okay. anything else. Not not. I was gonna say yes. without context that no. that phrase in and of itself is the title for a chosen. Is- no, 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 no. Like, like, and, and especially like you see a thing where she like starts glowing and yeah, okay. so it's very much a a luminescence, not a not a uh, um, racial comment. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, Although she is very pale, that's just <laughs> she has white hair as a kid. So I mean, like everything is that way. But anyway, um, but yeah, I I think this is actually going to be really, really kind of cool. cool. Yeah, I, I like I'm I, I'm looking forward to number one to see where this goes. Nice. Yeah. Um, here's a book you both read. Sword of Ages, number one. Yeah. Who is this by, Jen? This is by Gabrielle Rodriguez. Yeah, it is. Oh, shit. I meant yeah. to get this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Writing and drawing. I knew you were going to say um, that. Is that I, that's why I personally didn't, uh, per, specifically did not say it beforehand, because I wanted to get that reaction from you when we yeah. told you who it was. Yeah. When, when, when I found out you didn't read this, I was like, okay, he forgot who did <laughs> he, this. He oops that one. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot who did this. I don't think I actually heard anything about this book until this week. So I assumed that it had been solicited last week. I uh, mm. don't know. I'm, I, no, I mean, I it would heard, not have been solicited. I heard about it before last week, but I, I, I can tell about you, it I can tell you issue two was in solicitations we just did, which is yeah. for February. Right. So, no, so I, it's coming out quite irregularly. Right. Well, I legitimately think I just missed that. So I'd missed any word about it, okay. I think, is what happened here. It could well be. So I don't know exactly what this book is about, even having read this, um, but... There's a big void fish. There is a big void fish. You're right. And like, it's like the first page. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. People fall to a planet, fake their death, stuff happens, big cats that talk. Yeah, you get a, you get a, <laughs> you get a bit of a, uh, a, a jungle book Mowgli. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Person raised yeah. by giant saber tooths. Yeah. Well, ushered back and forth between the cats and Correct. other things. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this book is about. It's good, and it is beautiful, though. It is. It is pretty gorgeous. It's so good. Like, yeah. Um, I like, I like that there's, there's a point where they're, they're going to meet up with some other people. Like, she doesn't even know that they're meeting up with other people. Mm -hmm. And these other people, like, their personalities and who these people are, I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, like they're just super interesting. Cool. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, this and this was the way to do team building. Just have there be a team at the end. Yeah. yeah. It was so yeah. pretty. Um 
there are factions of different animals and of different kinds of people and of different aliens. And you can tell it's going to be a fully realized, beautiful world. Nice. Yep. But yeah. I need more of those big ass void fishes. Now, I will tell you, as, as I as I <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, issue two doesn't come out until February. Right. This is not going to be a fast. No, no, like, no. You're gonna be waiting for this book. No, 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 no. However, yeah. I think it's gonna be worth it. And yeah, I don't think that I can wait for the trade because then three years later I'll finish the book. Right. Um. But this is this this one's worth it, and I think. If it's if it's goes where I think it's gonna get like like just kind of from these seeds, like if I enjoyed as much as I I can very easily see myself buying, you know, every three months, two months, however often it comes out, buying the the, the floppies and reading and then buying the trade. Yeah. <laughs> like both. Yeah. 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 It's very good. I like it. I definitely suggest going and getting it. Cool. Yeah, you should pick it up and, and at least this first issue to see if if you feel the jam, of yeah, it. yeah, it's a little talky, but like the right amount. Yeah, yeah. Like talky is not inherently bad. It's it just, can be. <laughs> sometimes there's too much of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moon. Oh, no, sorry. You're good. You have no, else? no, no. I was just gonna say when it's talky for no reason. Moon Knight number one eighty nine. Did you get to read this? I didn't, didn't get, get to this, this one yet, but I will. So, this is, I think is another example of good talky. Yes, this is good talk. Um, we are following Mark and company through this <laughs> issue again. And the entire issue is narrated by Kanshu. Ooh. In fact, it is, there is very little of... There's almost none of Moon Knight talking until Jake Lockley takes over. Hmm. Yeah, like there, like just a couple of words. Yeah. A couple of words. So a lot of it is simply Moon Knight... Or sorry, Kanshu giving you... His feelings about Mark and Mark's reactions to things and the thought processes Mark goes through when he makes decisions and sort of catching up to where he's been. It does establish he has gotten some kind of psychiatric treatment. Yeah. It does not say whether or not it was explicitly what happened in. Right. Or if it was a product of that. It definitely it definitely acknowledges the Lear, the mirror run. Um, it almost takes a kind of, there's a way you can read it that is he got treatment because I did all this to him and it helped him through. Like you could interpret it that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, and I also like that at least some of, some of his three personalities are aware of the others and like can talk to them. Yeah. And some can keep secrets from the others. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, this also does what uh, we've talked about. Um, I'm so so paranoid of confusing my Maxes now. Max Bemis. Bemis. This one is Bemis. This one is Bemis. This is Bemis. Okay. Say anything. Anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jerk. This very quickly starts Max Bemis doing what he sort of said in interviews he would of building out rogues. There is a, I think, new villain in this. It certainly doesn't seem like Moon Knight's ever seen him before, and I know I haven't. Yeah. Called The Truth, whose ability is simply to touch people and cause them to have, like, the most existentially dark revelations. Hmm. And yes. thereby induce madness. Hmm. Um, which, as you can imagine, makes for a fun encounter with 
Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Moonlight's like, oh, come on, I'll tell you some truth. <laughs> <laughs> you really adopted the madness. Yeah. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and the art in this is just great. I Yeah, the, the, the art was beautiful. It fit the story. Again, I, mm, I love it. I love it. So good. So right. So nice. Good, good book. Yes. Good, good book. Vampirella, number eight? Yeah. You read this one, right? I did read this one. What'd you think? I'm going to start reading a Vampirella book. I know, it's so weird, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think that that Jeremy Whitley's doing a great job writing Vampirella is what I think. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jeremy Whitley writing done-with-it angry vampire... And is every bit as charming as Jeremy Whitley writing optimistic pacifist superhero? Uh-huh. Yeah. Just in different, more profane ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More violent ways. <laughs> much, much more violent ways. But Vicky's the best thing about this period, the end and done. Yeah. Yeah. I would oh, say yeah. in both of those, well, though. Well, I f- And maybe this is what Jeremy Whitley really does. Jeremy Whitley really does well. Is the characters are super, super aware of who they are yes. and very honest and true to themselves. Yeah. 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 And I think that shows yeah. and works. Well, and there's a way to do that and still allow for character development. Oh, and that's yeah. what it does so well. They're yeah. very aware of who they are, but right. they are less aware of who the other person is in relation Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Yeah. It's pretty wonderful. There's a an idea introduced near the end of this of... Uh, Vampirella being self-conscious about, no, no, I'm the protagonist here. I can't ride the in the back of the motorcycle <laughs> right. when you drive. And Vicky's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Uh, crash when you jump off to fight people? Come on. And not only is that a practical argument there, but <laughs> I feel like that signals thematically, this is going to be Vicky's story and she's going to end up being the hero of this. Good. Yeah. Good. It's like, very good. That is the way that has to happen now. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what this you know what this issue does have though? Uh Brian's quote of the week. Yeah, it does. I might have said Brian, if your quote of the week is not from this book, you are wrong. I, I, I don't think it's the one that I insisted is the correct one. No, it is, is. it that oh, one? Okay. It is. No. Oh no. uh, you're both wrong then. <laughs> it's uh it's Vampirella. And this uh, there's a lot of this where she's in her monologuing to herself mm-hmm. and she says, um, being immortal and unaging isn't exactly the nonstop bouncy house orgy that it sounds like. I mean, sometimes it is, but take it from someone who knows. Bouncy houses get really hot and unpleasant with a lot of sweaty people in them. <laughs> what is your You're wrong. Jim? You're wrong. <laughs> Being ripped off a motorcycle by Harpoon 05 would not recommend. That's the best <laughs> That was actually very would good, not too. Recommend, yes. You're right. And we, and we get the wonderful comments along the bottom. <laughs> yes. Just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the snark ticker. That's exactly. Yes. It's great in Squirrel Girl. It's great in Vampirella. It's the yep. snark ticker. Yes. Squirrel yeah. Girl also has a snark ticker. Only there, it's also sometimes a science fact ticker. Oh. <laughs> science. Yes, this book is really good. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna. Oh God, I'm gonna suggest that people go buy a Vampirella book. I know. No, right? Like, yeah. I stood in the comic <laughs> shop talking people into buying copies of it. Yeah. It's. So, 
and, and having, especially having read one or two Vampirella stories back, like yeah, I mean, like I read like, it when I was like ninety, younger, like early. Yeah, like, I'm me. like, I'm like, this is this is so not Vampirella. No, <laughs> not Mm-mm. the same character. Mm-mm. But yeah. it's good. It's how it's it should so be. Good, right? Yeah. It's really, <laughs> this is really good. How somebody would be now. This is yeah. how a Vampirella would be now. Yeah. In I this like world. It. I like it. I uh, wound up tweeting back and forth with Andy Bellinger last night, night before Friday night. Yeah. Um, nights. Yeah. Nights before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at what I, I, I tweeted just how great it was and yada, yada, yada. And he responds. He's like, thanks. It's, it's a lot of fun. I'm like, yeah, I bet. I, I'm looking forward to myself. Well, I am off. I am I am going to miss a little bit because I just had a baby. I'll be off for an issue. I'm like An issue. An issue. No, that is perfectly reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> that come is on. more than reasonable, my dude. Calm calm yourself. <laughs> um Take the break. He's the same artist who does uh the Becky Clunan book that I like and that you were less fond of. <laughs> oh, okay. Um <laughs> Cool. Uh, 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 Southern Cross. Oh, right. Yeah. It's good art, though. It's yeah. damn good art. I think you'll like the second volume of Southern Cross. Okay, I'll read it. You can borrow my... It's just... Alright. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um... Nice. Uh, I don't know. Are we done talking about how great Vampirella is? I mean, for now. We'll, we'll talk again the next time. I do like... I do like... <laughs> can we talk about the setup for the arc, which is... Oh, She yeah. fucked up and now no one can die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's... That's... Yeah, that's gonna be bad for her. Oops. This biker gang shows up and she's like killing them left and right. And then she's like... <laughs> the, the leader of them's like, no, nah, look over there. They're, they're still good. This is, in fact, well, why we are here. Good, good is a relative term. She did I don't turn know one of them into a handy-dandy chain dispenser. Well. So there's that. I don't know look, that they're good, but they're not dead. Look, it could have been worse. She could have fed the chain out his ass and not just out the back of his head. Uh, still pretty bad. Well, yeah, it's not a great position to be in. But <laughs> As someone who suffers from chronic head pain. Uh, he's not dead yet. But he's going to wish he was. Um, and then she takes all their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Beaten up, should be killed, and almost naked. Yeah. And their bike. She takes one of their yes. bikes. <laughs> of course she does. Like, how much insult could we add to injury? Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, I love that cat so much. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Eventually, it would occur to me to wonder where the cat was. <laughs> But she survived hell. She can survive this. She'll be back eventually. <laughs> yeah. See, told you. <laughs> yep. See, there it is. I thought about her. Yeah. It's good. Uh, it's a good book. Some it of is this is, book. I think, just him like, oh, yeah, I got to I gotta do something about the cat. And, and then he writes in, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll think about something. I'll, I'll, I'll think about the cat. The cat will show up later. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah, to be that confident in your writing to go, well, I'll think about that later. I'm going to put that in. <laughs> um. I also That's love. That's good. I love as I read this, thinking to thinking to Jeremy Whitley's tweets about the whiplash he experiences going between this and the other book he's writing right now, My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my Little Pony vampire book. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I would love something where, like, you know, maybe she just nicknames the motorcycle Fluttershy or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, or she just calls Vampirella Twilight Sparkle once, <laughs> yes. just once. Oh, that would be very good. Just the one time. Sorry, that is my favorite pony, by the way. In case you haven't noticed from me okay. mentioning it yes. at least five times oh. in the past 
five recordings. That's why you get so <laughs> irritated when I then say, no, that's Twilight. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no? No. No. Oh. Yeah, uh, Brian. Right. Reactor yeah. number one. Uh, this is uh, this is by Vault Comics. I've come to realize I think they're just reprinting stuff. Yeah. I don't know that all their things are. I, I, I know several of them are. Okay. Right. Um, but this is react. This is a Donny Cates. Um, yeah. Uh, reprint, and this is uh, this is the one where some like vampires were on Earth, and then the humans were losing. So they left Earth and bombed it, like to try to destroy all the vampires. What it really did was create like a nuclear winter where it was like the sun was blocked out, which is great for vampires. Which, I bet which doesn't do a lot for getting rid of vampires. Like it makes it so they can be everywhere all the time. So um, the humans are now coming back to investigate, and and this specific person has been sent back now to eliminate all the vampires and they found out that oh all the humans aren't gone and the characters that are in this are absolutely amazing like jen mm-hmm. like if you like the characters and the things that are going on in you have to read this because the character the characters that are in this you're gonna lose your mind over they're just wonderful okay they're so good i will read it they're so good yeah i mean you you said donny cates i know yeah. i know that's all it takes. Yeah, really, I honestly. I need to read Thanos. I do need to read Thanos. Yeah, but no, highly recommend this. Super, super good. Cool. Yeah. All right. Solicitation. Running away with me. And he's still good? What? We... Do we don't have any Is It Still Good? We do. I was going to do them after. Oh, okay. okay. I got really excited for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that I have any. Is it still good I mean, books? Okay. <laughs> I mean, we can take thirty seconds. Is it still good, Brian? Jean Grey number nine. Um, <laughs> in this issue, we find out that the best way to set us uh, to put out somebody who is uh, telekinetically on fire is to shoot them in the head. <laughs> yep, that'll work. There you go. Secret Warriors number nine. The team returns a bunch of kidnapped children. And Mr. Sinister Bloviates. Okay. But in a good supervillain anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Gwen number 26. Gwen breaks into prison. <laughs> Brian, X-Men Blue number 16. Um, uh, the original X-Men team. Get, I get did ready. 10 of these in 123 seconds Get ready week, to go Brian. back in time. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I do. It was impressive. I told you that. But (laughs) this is me now, so I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, Alex. He's in the chair now. Not to mention, I realized. Not to mention, I realized. Yeah, you knew you were doing all of them, so you could write everything ahead of time. I didn't, and I didn't. Sure. In fact, the reason I had her go ahead and talk about the thing was so that it could be all me. And if he's anything like me, it would have taken him much longer to read the things that he had written out. Yeah, that's that's Just to do it. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, also, the idea of me having during Thanksgiving week to sit down and write out sentence descriptions <laughs> of 20 books. All right, we talk about Thanksgiving. You don't talk about Thanksgiving on the show. Go, move. Okay. <laughs> go. Solicitation. Oh, good. Oh, shit. Wow, really? Yeah. God <laughs> dang. We talked about everything. First of all, it was, it was, a, a, it was a very light week. week it was. And we talked about it really everything was. that we read. Brian well, only so. had 20 books. It was a light week. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not wrong. Um, all right. Let's go. Brian and Jen, Wicked and Divine, 1923, one shot. Go. Yeah, that's a thing that's going to happen. Are these the gods from the 1920s, first issue? yep. Yes, mm-hmm. the, they're the first, th- like, three pages of the first issue. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I it am. is. 
So very, very excited for this. Um, also because the solicitation is picking a fight with Jonathan Hickman. Um, Which is always fun. It's wonderful. And I can't wait. I can't wait to see how he retaliates, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> charts and graphs. His retaliation will be in charts and graphs. Yes, and Sergeant it's going Gass. to be beautiful and wonderful and amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. Agatha Christie murder mystery. Nice. Good stuff. <laughs> Original gods. Yeah, when the solicitation the, yeah, says, thing. when the solicitation says, yeah, you heard, John, come at us, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they said, come at us, bro. Is adorable. Yeah. I need to hear that <laughs> in either, say, either in a much or both. More British accent. In either or both, Karen Gillan and yeah. uh, Jamie McKelvey's voice. Yes. Good M- stuff. Milk Wars. Oh, so this is the this is. I don't <laughs> like. I don't like that. I don't like that. This is gonna be no. The it, it's a four issue. I think it is uh, five, five issue. issue. It's a five issue. <laughs> five one shots crossover between DC yeah. and Young Animal and Young Animal. You okay. have JLA Doom Patrol. Uh huh. You have Mother Panic Batman. Mother Panic Batman. You have Shade the Changing Girl Wonder Woman, which is the one I most want to read. I think. <laughs> Which is Buckwild, given what I'm about to say. You have Cave Carson Swamp Thing. Yeah, that one too. That makes sense. Yeah. And then you have, a little confusingly, Doom, Doom Patrol, Patrol JLA. JLA. Right. The first one's JLA Doom Patrol. And then we have, it, it reminded me of the old Doom Patrol Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad Doom yeah. Patrol that they did back It starts okay. with JLA Doom Patrol. Yeah. It ends with Doom Patrol JLA. They're oh, both number right. ones. Um, but yeah, the the whole thing is Milk Wars, yes. which is it's a it's a somehow reality gets changed or something where Clark gets raised by dairy farmers and he becomes Milkman <laughs> Man, Milkman Man. Batman's like a priest. <laughs> I can't have, have you seen the covers for this? I have oh, not. Oh, they're they're these like messiahs descending, <laughs> but one is Clark is a milkman, Bruce is a priest, and Wonder Woman is a housewife. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> How can you not want to read this? Because it says Milk Wars. <laughs> yeah. But Milkman Man. <laughs> it's like Powdered Toast Man. Exactly. Yes. Come on. If there were a Powdered Toast Man cameo, I would be the most happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, it has an awful name, it. but. I, I, I can't. I really can't wait for this. This is going to be great. Mara, Queen of Atlantis. Mara gets her own series. And apparently becomes the Queen of Atlantis. Yeah. And you know who's doing the cover for this? Stepan Sheik. Nope. No? Uh Nicholas Scott. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. Nicholas Scott's on covers on these. Acceptable. Yes. Yes. I want want much. Six issue miniseries. Yeah. This can be good. uh, Yep. Oh, oh. Uh, Brian. Yeah. Tell me about Batman, the Brave, or sorry, tell me about the Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman number so, one. So yeah, this is going to be a limited series also, um, and it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's kind of an old Brave and Bold style Batman, and and he gets to he and Wonder Woman go off on their own little story. I like yes, it. introducing some Celtic mythology to the yep, DC universe, indeed. written and drawn by Liam Sharp, who did the odd numbered. I'm sorry, yeah, the odd numbered issues of. Grant, uh, or Greg Rucka's run. Right. There you go. Well-known and beloved writer, Grant Rucka. Grant Rucka. <laughs> I definitely Grant slept last night. Rucka. How you doing? 
I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jen. Want to talk about Kick-Ass and It Girl? Yeah, sure. Um, so it has been 10 years since Kick-Ass started, first of all. So very excited about that. Um, if you haven't read any Kick-Ass, this is probably a really good place to jump on. I've I've only read like two trades, maybe. Yeah, they're reprinting all three yes. Kick-Asses. Yeah, in- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be getting those and finishing it up. Um, it's really good. It's Mark Miller. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we have it's a new really good stuff. Yeah, story. we do. Yeah. Um, and I like how they uh, how they were very surreptitious about saying what kind of person it is. They're like a new face between beneath the old mask, a new figure wearing that famous green and yellow. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cute. You're cute. It's a, it's a woman. It's a woman of color, right? Fact, well, yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying, like that was, it was they were oh, being, they were being, they were being so coy. Oh, it was yes. sneaky. It was adorable. Um, this is a world without real superheroes, right? Pretty much, um, and it's people getting their ass beat trying to be vigilantes, and it's pretty wonderful. Yeah, it's like it's like literally in our world. It's what would if happen some, here. if someone dresses up as a superhero and goes out and tries to be Batman and gets their ass beat. Yeah, <laughs> and shot, and yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Brian. Yeah. You have on your list Action Comics number 1000, 80 Years of Superman hardcover. Uh-huh. What is that? Uh, this is a this is going to be a companion to the uh, Action Comics 1000. Uh, it's actually this is coming out in April, so it's it's going to supposed to tie in with the issue 1000 and it's going to it's just it's a $30 hardcover that's going to have a bunch of different kind of writer comments and thoughts about it. And there's going to be some little short stories, I think, that go into it. There's a big, huge, uh, there's like a 30-inch by 40-inch poster that has all 1,000 covers from Action. Nice. So it's, it is it is very much a companion collector's piece kind of thing. But I thought it sounded cool because I want to get it. <laughs> I was going to say, that is very much up your alley. It is. It is. Uh, deathbed number one. Jen is making shocked, unpleasant faces. No, I was reading something. Sorry. Oh, okay. That was, I was not paying attention to the yeah. That's fine. thing at it's, hand. It's Josh Williams. I apologize. That's okay. Cool. It is Josh Williamson with art by Riley Rosmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Vertigo title about an old, like, sex symbol, stark raving, lunatic, adventurer type who is 80-something years old and on his deathbed. Okay. And who disappeared for years, telling the story of what happened to him at... What happened to him to a reporter, a novelist yeah. turned reporter. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of get the impression is going to inherit the mantle and possibly and see... What, yeah. yeah. Mm. Get pulled into his weird psychedelic yeah. world. And then the last thing he says is, Rosebud. No. The last thing he said was, Smell my finger. <laughs> Don't be gross. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought it was Martha. <laughs> Brian wins. <laughs> save Martha. Save the Martha. Save the world. <laughs> nice. <laughs> save, save the Martha. Save keep it, Martha. Keep world. it safe. <laughs> no, I'm the Martha. Of the oh my world. God! That, like that phrase, "Save the Martha, save the world." I now love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Briefly, because we've really talked about these before, they're just resolicited here. The New Age of DC yeah. Superheroes books, which are the books spinning out of Dark Knight's Metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sideways, The Terrifics, Damage, and The Silencer have all been resolicited for February. Yeah, because uh. they kind of got pushed back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gotta wait longer. Uh. Yeah. Uh, another one that I know I've mentioned in solicitations before, we kind of get the, the publishing date of it, though, is um, Star Wars Thrawn, the miniseries about mm-hmm. uh, Thrawn, which is going to be cool. That's coming yeah. out in February. So You uh, are doing that thing again where you jump ahead in your own list <laughs> and try to segue to things <laughs> that are not what I was going to Bully the Brian! Right Bully! <laughs> Screwing up the flow, man. Screwing right. up the flow. Yeah. Hey, Jin. Yep. What is Redneck number 10? <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I know what Redneck is because I read it this week. I'm just... Oh. What'd you think? That's very good. Noise, noise. You're supposed, um, to, you're supposed to say read it on the... It's good. I try to set you up to, to advertise. Never mind. I think we've established that you can't set Alex up to do things because he will go against it every uh, clearly, time. Clearly, yes. Every single every time. Every single time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Redneck, th- This I'm excited about this one because we get to see everything that's happening um, from Phil and Evil. From like a day in Phil and Evil's life. Instead of seeing like more of the vampire stuff, mm-hmm. we get to see what the humans do during the day. That's cool. And I can't wait. In my defense, I know this book's very important to Jen, and I just wanted to give her a straight answer. That's all it was. <laughs> you don't have but to defend fine. yourself. You just okay. never go with it. You just don't do it. You can't play. You don't play. I play plenty of times. You don't play I with us, Alex. I was to give you a, a straight answer for once, but okay. Okay. This is do, good. Do you see why that might throw us off, though? <laughs> <laughs> Got a zag when you strike me the zig. He's not wrong. Um. All right. The most I have ever in the history of the universe been excited for a one-shot. Okay. Oh. Yeah, you know what this is, Brian, because when, when the cover art came out, I think I started messaging you very excitedly. Young Monsters in Love, number one. <laughs> Have you seen the cover to this, Jen? I may not have actually showed it, shown it to you. Oh, my God. No. No, you didn't. Um, I see how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like you were very busy, and I Probably. did not want to bother. Oh, <laughs> that is, that, it was that week bet. your head was still yeah. exploding. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, this, is, this is an 80-page prestige oh, format one-shot. Well, this is going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, the cover is Swamp Thing mm-hmm. making out with Lady Frankenstein. <laughs> While Frankenstein walks in with a bunch of roses, just crestfallen, and the, like, Frankenstein uh, movie-esque uh, electric arcs are yes. blowing up. The like, there are actual sparks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty spectacular. Um, I, I love DC's Frankenstein. <laughs> I absolutely love that character. And I just, I cannot wait to see him heartbroken when his ex-wife hooks up with Swamp Thing. Yeah. It's the Valentine's Day special no one saw coming. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I, this just sounds so much fun. <laughs> I cannot uh, wait. Like, I could not tell you who the creative teams on this are. I couldn't tell you what characters oh, it, are. It, 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 apparently, it's a bunch. I, I'm guessing it's going to be a, several small stories. Oh, I'm, Cause sure. I'm Yeah, because, I mean, it's like Paul Dini, James Robinson, Jeff Lemire, Steve Orlando, Mark Russell, Kyle Higgins, uh, Phil Hester, Alyssa Whitley, and others. So, like... A lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Big, big combo book. Uh, Very interesting. The Green Lantern Earth One book. The mm. first volume of it comes out. Mm. Um, and I am excited for it because I always enjoy Gabriel Hardman and Carla Bechko's writing. They did that Belfry one shot mm-hmm. last year about the vampires in the plane. So good. And they have a creator-owned ongoing called Invisible Republic. That's this like sci-fi noir thing that's mm-hmm. super cool. Um, nice. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And when Hal gets the ring, like the core has already been destroyed, so he's starting from nothing. It's it's going to be fun, I think. Uh, Superman number forty. I wanted to mention just because as. James Robinson has returned to DC. He is taking on more and more books, and he's, I guess, I don't know if it's just for an arc or if he's taking over Superman, but Superman 40 and 41, he's solicited as writing. And it's this arc about Clark and John getting pulled to this planet that's about to be destroyed, but everyone there wants to let it happen because they're just ready for the world. Oh, that sounds very called much the suicide like suicide planet, but it's very much what kind of what just happened in uh, Green Lanterns. Yeah? Yeah. Um I'm I'm excited to see James Robinson writing for DC again. I really enjoyed his Marvel stuff, but he does cool things for DC too. Uh hey Jen. What's up? Rock Candy Mountains up. Yeah. Okay, so this is Rock Candy Mountain number eight. It's the last one in the series. I'm telling you this right now, so you have time to go get them all, read the shit, and get ready for this last issue, because it's so good. So good. It's so funny. It's so fu- There's a, literally Brian, a character called Hundred Cat. When, Come when, on. When's, when's the trade coming out? It's already out. Yeah. Oh, is it out now? If you read Clearing the, the Backlog, trade. you would know. Ooh, ooh, son. Ooh, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> See, my way's funnier too. <laughs> he, brought it, he brought it back around on you. Um, yeah, yeah. Go read that first trade, right, and then it. get the floppies yeah. and get ready. Okay. It's good. Yeah, yeah. This Do what Jin says and get floppy. And and, and no. get, floppies. Mm, I would never tell anybody to get floppy. Thank you very much. Unless we were getting massages. Huh? But I don't want to get massages with anybody listening. Hey, what's up? You don't know who's listening. <laughs> you just hey, really Mike. hurt Amber's feelings. Hey, oh, hey. that's okay. That's I, different. Jen, I didn't take Jason Momoa listens to our podcast. Oh, hey, hey, mm, hold on. <laughs> Let me get real close to the mic. Not even him. I, I, I don't know that he does. Not like, even him. I would watch him get him. No, that's creepy. That's creepy. I would give him a massage. I'm really good at it. That's still creepy. Damn it. I knew, I knew we got um, Okay, fine. Not no. Fine. I'll be very respectful of Jason Momoa's hotness. Lying. Externally. <laughs> Lying. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I can't help it if I get flustered around hot things. Come on. You can add a sometimes and I'll let it pass. <laughs> Mostly. Most of the time. Okay. On air. On air. On no. air. There, no. <laughs> that <laughs> ship has sailed, my friend. It's gone. It's gone. You Sorry. see that ship? It is passing through the Panama Canal as we speak. Mm, sorry. Let me apologize for everything I have ever and will ever say. <laughs> Don't apologize if you don't mean it. Uh, Brian, yes. the wilds number one. Plenty of people do it. Uh, this is 
Uh, this is a new book by uh, Vita Ayali um, and Emily Pierce. It just sounded really cool. So uh, after this is kind of a post-apocalyptic type thing, and people have gathered into city-states. Not all that unusual. This is a story about a person whose job is to uh, take things between these city states mm-hmm. to like facilitate the trade and that kind of Couriers, and explore. If you will. Well, and, and and the explorers to find out, and it's about what happened. Like one of her best friends and kind of girlfriend, whatever, apparently gets lost. Like doesn't come back to this to one of the cities, and so she's going out trying to find out what happens. And that sounds like kind of a cool premise. Nice, Very cool. I liked it. Uh, X Men Red starts in February. It does. It does. Yes. Red number one, which oh. is uh, Tom Taylor writing. Old Jean Grey. Yes. Newly reborn old old Jean Grey. Adult Jean Grey. I don't know how old she is. It's not like May Parker Jean Grey. <laughs> I'd and, read that And as book. I creep up on 30, I realize, <laughs> fuck you, Alex. <laughs> no, wait. I still got a year. I'm good. Never mind. Damn you. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not accurate. <laughs> um... Uh, Wolverine, Laura Kinney. Yep. Wolverine and Gabby, mm-hmm. whose code name we will learn sometime soon. Oh, uh, can't wait. Uh, Namor. Name- okay, Namor, do- who Jen is now a fan of after no, that one series. No, I do want to know how no. he fits onto this team, though. Like he's not a mutant. Yes, he is. Is he? He's the first mutant. What oh, the fuck right. are you talking about? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had forgotten that. I'll be honest. I had forgotten that. <laughs> oh, Ryan. He never but lets it, you forget anything. You know, I, I can tell you how. Because Namor? I hate that character, and I've, I don't know that I've ever read a story of him. Read Hickman's New Avengers. Like, I, it works that you hate him in that. I mean, like like well the written. old original Defenders back in World War II, I remember reading right. a couple um, of those. But, like, I, like I've never cared for that character. He had the Phoenix ever. Force in Avengers versus X-Men. That's how he fits in. Okay. Um, you should read that the my long box. It was good. Okay. There is a Wakandan mutant who pre who exists already. I just am not familiar with the character. There's another mutant who I'm not super familiar with, and then there's a brand new character. Okay. Cool. So cool team. And maybe one or two other characters will join who haven't been announced yet. He's teased. He being Matthew Rosenberg, which is the other not Matthew Rosenberg, Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor. Mm. Which is worth being excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Matthew Rosenberg X-Men book we'll talk about next month in solicitations because it's in March. Cool. Uh, a book that I'm surprised Jen did not mention because it's Donnie Cates and Nick Spencer co-writing Doctor Strange Damnation number one. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, like I don't have to mention it because I'm going to get it. It's just understood at this yeah. point. Yeah. You, I, A, you said Donnie Cates. B, you said Nick Spencer. And what's the C? Damnation. No. Come on. Come on, yeah. son. Did you like the way I delivered yeah. that damnation? I yeah. did that just for you. By the way, I went to a Christmas party last night. Oh, no. Uh, Saturday night for anybody listening. Um, And there was a group of men there who sounded like cartoon dogs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like country cartoon hound dogs. <laughs> and it... It was that you the way you said damnation reminded me of that. Um it was the best thing to sit in the room <laughs> and listen to them watch football. It was great. 
Gosh. No. No, 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 no. They are go listen to more. Some, go listen to some, like, Pat Buttram. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Anyway. This is the second time this week Jen has specifically yeah, referenced Pat was, Buttram. Yeah, me. it was so weird because I was like, I was just talking about him and here, here he is times five. Yeah. That's funny. It was great. Yeah. So the damnate, this is, uh, this is. Doctor Strange rebuilding yeah. Las Vegas after yeah. the events of. Which releases Mephisto. And Oops. he's got a whole team, including Moon Knight. <laughs> Donnie Kate's writing some Moon Knight. Yeah. It's going to be good. I think there's an issue of Doctor Strange that ties into this directly, too, in February. There, yeah, I think you're Sweet. right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there is. Um, Real quick, Black Panther Annual is on here for one specific reason. It's a bunch of people who have written Black Panther before jumping in and writing stories. Including Christopher Priest. Oh, nice. Sweet. Yep. Uh, all new Wolverine number 31. Oh, yeah. The team up we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Gabby. And Deadpool. And Deadpool. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to... Specifically, it's on here for just that. Yep. So good. Uh, Brian's already mentioned Star Wars Thrawn, so uh-huh. just skip right over <laughs> Cold War number one. Cold War number one. Uh, this is really cool. So this is a. Uh, it's about a uh, company who has been uh, taking you know people when they die or when they're super sick, cutting off their heads and cryogenically freezing them, right? With the promise <laughs> of when uh, you know when they find cures for the diseases or when life is better and all this, they're gonna you know reanimate them, bring them back. Da da da. So it's well, Futurama, basically. Uh, yeah, except it turns out that that be- they're doing this. They're bringing people back. Um, and giving them weapons and telling them to go fight in this war if you want to continue surviving because we really don't want you oh, in our society. Well, so it's so, what would happen. So you're, you're it's what fight. would happen. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that sounds... If Walt nice. Disney is not a character, I will be so mad. I will be so mad. Yeah. So, like, I was like, okay, that sounds like, like, cool yeah i'm yeah. like no no pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> very cool Thanks. all right what is brian yeah portal bound uh this is uh this is actually a number zero portal bound um hang on let me pull it up real quick because i don't remember i remember reading it when <laughs> i read so it but i don't excited. remember what it's about um do you just can't hide it oh it's about a uh it's about a teenager who's basically able to create portals so he finds a portal gun so it's about vibe <laughs> yeah yeah it is it's like it's it's, okay. it's, it's the vibe equivalent and I, I don't know if it's his number zero. It's cool. Just something about the solicitation tweaked my interest, so I will. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the villain is Gladys. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm not even angry. No, no. Um, now, Brian, there was a book that I am surprised you left off your list. So I took the initiative of adding it back on because I know how much you loved it when you had it for the Longbox Book Report. And that is The One. Which is getting reprinted and remastered. Okay. <laughs> I seem to recall someone asking if it was in print and if there was a trade and wanting to get it. No, it wasn't. It was not me. I think it was Mike. Oh, was that Mike? Yeah. Like, I, I read it, but I think it was Mike that was interested. Okay. I was like, I was like, eh. <laughs> I think maybe, maybe we've mistaken some sarcasm here. <laughs> Wait, Mike's sarcastic? No. No. I thought everything... I can't even say that. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm very good, good luck getting through I'm that I'm very one. good. I'm very... Jen can attest. 
I'm very good at saying some really ridiculous things completely and utterly deadpan. Yeah. The idea that Mike is not, I can't not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Okay, trades. Yeah. Jimmy's Bastards. Volume um, yeah, one. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I, I was going to say, please, please get yeah. this. You have this made me. You have made so, me want this. So good. He made him want it, Brian. <laughs> What's up? Uh, Beautiful Canvas Volume One. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, the, the, I I really really like this story, and I, I'll be honest, just for the art alone, this is worth it. It's yeah. beautiful. Glitterbomb Volume Two. Yay! The fame game. Yeah. I enjoyed the first one. I want the second. Mm-hmm. Dead of Winter, Volume 1, which we all loved. Yes. Collects good, good dogs. So good. Yep. And the fact that they're calling it Volume 1 makes me think maybe we'll get some more. Especially maybe. So hopeful. Maybe. I'm Hopefully. Hoping. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, Afterlife with Archie, Volume 2. Yay! At last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those good, good zombie children. Yeah. And Redlands, Volume 1. Yay! Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Jordy Belair. Awesomeness. It is good. It's Local have Florida you, Have witch. you been reading flo- the floppies of it? No. Oh. No, I, well, I read the first two. <sighs> oh, this, but I, I went to trade. Good, yep. yeah. Which is why it's on the list. Yeah. All right. What's up? That, that'll be, what's that'll up. be on the Halloween episode this year. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Next year. Next year. You know yeah. what I mean. Next like, October. Like the next <laughs> one when I say. Because like, it's from Halloween to Halloween is... Yeah. What I judge. Next anyway. Yeah, I dig yeah. it. I dig okay, it. Cool. I like yeah. that year. Yeah. I'll tell you what's up though. The long box book report. Yeah, I knew. I knew you would tell me that. Ted McKeever's Metropole Number One. Yes. This is actually really well written. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was surprised because I'm not accustomed to draw drawing good things. From the long box. Some of these <laughs> surprise us. Uh, yeah. I mean, usually in a different direction. Yeah, well. <laughs> usually it's how can a book be this bad and get published? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But this was actually very good. Now, it is about a man who. <laughs> that's a fine thing to be about. <laughs> hears a voice and may or may not be dreaming. And who has two cops come into his apartment and ask him what he saw. He does not know. He does not know what he was supposed to see. And they don't like that answer. Because surely he saw something. And then he eventually looks out his window and sees someone being hanged. In a staged suicide. In kind of a rear window fashion across the way. And he still doesn't know if he's dreaming or not. And then the cops are gone and then they come back. And they were there all along. They were just raiding his fridge. But it's pretty obvious they weren't actually there. So he may still be dreaming, or he may be dreaming now. <laughs> and then their conversation continues as they're carrying him to the station. It's kind of like text boxes over random shots of alleyways, of hookers, and things like that. So and this, then the book this ends. man's name's Mark Spector, by any chance? This is from the 80s, right? Uh, or early 90s. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, same thing, really. Yeah. Functionally, yes. Yeah. Or Rackshade. His name could be Rackshade. Yeah. So, um... I don't really understand what's going on or what the book is about. You do eventually see the woman forcing the man into the noose and hang, staging the thing, but a different man, not the man who starts out. Um, I don't... <laughs> this is so... Bizarre? <laughs> this description. It was the man who wasn't the man, but he's now this other man. <laughs> 
Like, recounting it is like recounting a weird dream, which is kind of what the book feels like. But it's very... It's very representational noir in its design, so it doesn't. It's not the like rack shade. Everything looks trippy. When when was this written? Uh, while everyone is still coming down from their last kokai while trading, <laughs> I guess. Um, late eighties, early nineties. I think we looked it up, and, and it was ninety one. And it was an independent book. It was Marvel's imprint that was kind of an independent imprint but it's the same one that like the first electra story from alan moore ran okay. under it was that epic was yeah it? epic okay, okay. Right. um or was it epic no i think it was whatever it was before it was epic okay okay yeah because once it was epic i think they stopped i don't remember i don't know it was when they were it was whatever the imp, the imprint of that yeah, yeah. first electra story okay. was so it wasn't it wasn't one of the small independent no Hold it was, on. It was a 2009 what? ted mckeever's metropole there's no way this was originally released in 2009 i talk about rocks <laughs> brian your turn rocks um if you're a big thing fan <laughs> Oh, you yeah. should go to Rock House and Relics because they got rocks. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. How about that? 91, 91 of... 92. Okay. It was reprinted in 2009. I was like, okay. no, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, if you you know what? Marvel 2 and one's coming up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Storm. You know what else is coming up? You know, in honor. In oh, honor of what is that? What's that? I don't know. You sound really excited, and I don't think that's what I, I was talking about. I thought you were going to say something inappropriate. No. <laughs> The things, I thought th- you were gonna, the things I, thing. What? I thought you were going to segue into bones through, via boners or something like that. I wasn't. I really need to step up my game because I have been off talking yeah. about that stuff lately. I, I really expected um, some mention I of really Bacula. I really haven't been pervy enough. I feel. You've been very busy though. I have been. When I'm yeah. when I'm busy, I'm respectful. Um, well, that mostly, might be a little too far. Mostly. Um, when you're busy, you're still reading comics while we record, and you you miss so many opportunities flying by. That's true. Uh, no, no. What else is coming up is uh, the winter holidays. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Christmas, end, Hanukkah, end of, Kwanzaa. Anything that you things, give yeah. gifts for is coming up. Um, and Your anniversary is coming up. It is. It, it is. Probably, like one in twelve of you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not accurate because most people get married in the summer. It's probably actually fewer than one in twelve. It people. probably is. Yeah, so well, no, no, no. A lot of Christmas and New Year's. That's oh, true. That, yeah. that yeah. might offset. That's true. Um, yeah, a lot of but a hey, lot of people hey. like to ruin everyone else's Christmas by having them come to a wedding. By the way, don't oh, do that. Don't that do is that. not cool. That's, that's a day when I want to sit in my cool. home and drink like, eggnog hey, and hot no, no, rum. In all fairness, like if you want to get married, that's cool. Don't invite go, me. Yeah, don't don't invite people. Just go alone and do it yourself. Do it in the town where you and your friends live and not a town where literally no one in your wedding party lives. <laughs> right. Not cool. Anyway, yeah, Christmas is coming up, you guys. Weddings are coming up. Yep. And look, even Do you know if... what's a great present for Christmas and weddings and, and Hanukkah and all that other stuff? Rocks. Bones. Sparkly. Sparkly. Bones. <laughs> Rocks. Bones. Get, get some bone down on it. Right. Bone down this Christmas. How about that? Yeah, that's, right. that's my new... Uh, that, that's going to be the Rockhounds and Relics Co. Uh christmas saying is bone down this christmas don't tell my sister i said that little christmas please don't tell my sister i said that um may your dicks be hard (laughs) rock hard (laughs) 
No. <laughs> um, but do, do go buy bones and rocks for Christmas. I... They make great ornaments, too, if you want to do, like, a cute little gym tree. That'd be great. And if your relatives get too bad, you can just throw rocks at them. You could do that. <laughs> and... Be like, no, I'm trying to break open this geode. Let me see your head. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, let me start taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably do it. It'd be fine. Okay. Yeah. By the way, breaking your own geode is super fun. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes disappointing, well, but yeah. don't let that deter you. You said disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> that's... If you're going to call us out, we get to do it too when it's good. Hold on. And it's that's, disappointing when it's not rock hard. That is, that is, um, that's a clip from a porn that you don't get to see the money shot. Disappointing. Um, yeah, because who wants that? Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Now that I've ruined it, Man. what's up? Go wow. to Rock Hounds and Relics Trading Co. Don't tell her, hey, your sister always talks about porn. Um, or but do. do go as your do. persona. Yeah, do, do go as do your go persona. Is your persona. Yep. Christmas is Put a great a Christmas time to do that. Put a Christmas hat on your fursona. Right? Head down to Rockheads yeah. at Relics Trading Co. and Lemon Street Knackworth. Do it. Or if, you, if your fursona does not celebrate Christmas, some other appropriate right. festive yeah. headwear. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Get yourself All one right. of those 2018 hats that claps when you pull a string. <laughs> Definitely do that and clap it the whole time. <laughs> bend over and clap, clap and crash his face. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> Don't terrorize the doggy. Did, did we ever find our die? Yeah, it's over there in the cup holder. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Not that cup holder. Oh, it was. Well, damn it. I found it and now it's gone again. Oh, well. Yep, nope. One of you talk. We're still podcasting. Oh. All right. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, right. The people. So right. I you're telling me that. that dead air is bad podcasting. Dead air is bad podcasting. Got it. Got it. All right, okay. here we go. One is Jen, two is Brian. No. Okay, go. I'll switch go, it. Do you go, want me to go, switch just it? Go, just go, just go. Yes! I should have said yeah. Jen. No, you know what? This is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> I will say Jen is always a good sport in spite of the fact she doesn't really want to do it. Bullshit. <laughs> well, when I say good sport, I don't, I don't mean that you don't complain. I just mean that, like, you do it. <laughs> is it possible that the die disappeared because Brian took it to wait it? <laughs> Because it reappeared with Brian back. And I do not have a little thing that I can control whether the one or the two shows up remotely. I know you don't because I bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those runes that go around it, those are actually magical incantations. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little rough on my Elvish, but I think it says, <laughs> fuck Alex and Jim. <laughs> Oh, That's shit. dwarvish. You're, you're not. You're not that. You're not that rusty. That's how rough I am on my elvish. <laughs> uh, you're, what'd, what'd you get, Jen? Um, I got the new Deadwardians number one by Dan Abnett. Okay. Um, oh, Dan Abnett. Yes, it looks pretty cool. It's that man is wearing a Sylvester McCoy hat. Yep. So. Sure. We're gonna call it that. Sorry. No. Nope, um, it's got zombies and a vampire. And it looks cool. Looks like I'm going to like it. That looks fairly new, yeah. Yeah. From May of 12. Okay, so yeah. That, I mean, yeah. compared to most of our long box books, that's really new. Yeah. This yeah. is one of the ones that we added recently. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Truth. Oh, gross. It's gross right out the gate. Oh, it's awesome. A, it's a vertigo nice. book. Okay. 
I am so. pretty excited about this. Oh, and there were literally no butts in Metropole. No. I don't doubt that. Yeah, I don't doubt that. None at all. <laughs> well, maybe he imagined some. <laughs> maybe. Hey, there's an ad for Before Watchmen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, two of those books were good. You're right. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. I, I, I am actually excited to read this one. Cool. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it. Until next week. Uh, our theme music is the Spontaneous Arc Reunion by the fish who saved the planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com, or at geektaco.com slash panelology, I think. Just go there. Click the button. It's on the website. <laughs> yeah, bar. just go to Geek Taco. Sure. Read some articles. Enjoy nerdy news. Yeah. Indeed. If my phone will load, I'll tell you what articles they have going on this week. But it's not likely to happen. Oh, well, just take our word for it. There were articles. Indeed, there were. A and even the. Ooh, Skyrim VR. They're, they, yeah, they oh, talk about Skyrim, Skyrim VR, VR. Nice. and how it is a great way to throw up. Oh. <laughs> Imagine. That's special. <laughs> it seems pretty, pretty accurate. You know, the main reason that I have not gotten into VR is. I know. Throwing I would up? just I would just be the pukiest. Yeah. So if if you ate too much over the recent holiday and you need to get rid of some of that, then right. play it, Skyrim. It's VR. perfect for go. purging. There you go. Thank you, Brian, for the latest <laughs> intro in your regular segment, Bulimia Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. <laughs> and, and I'm Brian. See you next week unless you've finally learned your lesson. <laughs> I know this may come as a shock to you, but this entire podcast is about comics. No, it's mostly about butts, actually. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast about butts uh, with a few comics spattered in. <laughs>